Today on CityCast Philly. Philadelphians love to see holiday lights, but there's one block that shines bright. Do you know the miracle on 13th Street? Well, there's a 12-year-old I'd love for you to meet. So, here's the holiday tale with spirit, cheer, and great detail. It's Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. I'm Trinae Nuri, and this is CityCast Philly. James Spacco, you reached out to us because you wanted to tell us about the holiday tradition on your block. James, how old are you? I am 12 years old. Well, James, you've lived on 13th Street your whole life, right? Yes. So, James, can you describe to our listeners, they can't see your block right now, but what does your neighborhood look like during the holidays? A flurry of green and red and white. There is so much people of so many different ages outside seeing lots of beautiful decorations that every year are very, very different from each other. People celebrate their favorite holiday movies and lots of holiday spirit. That's awesome. Natalie, you're James' mom. Do you all decorate your house? Oh, yes. Okay, so (laughs) tell me what the decorations look like. This year we have up candy canes and they're not real candy canes. Uh, (laughs) We have candy canes. uh, We have two Christmas trees. We have lollipops. Um, And they're all homemade except for the tree. And there's also lots and lots of lights in our tree and just all around the house. And I know my dad helped a lot with placing the lights on the roofs of the houses and they go all across the street and it just looks really nice all around. James, what's your favorite part of decorating? My favorite part of decorating the house is when we go inside and decorate our Christmas tree inside. And after all of that, we all sit on the couch and do some Christmas karaoke. And it's really fun and really exciting. Okay. I love that. He does also get to help out with the outside decoration because um, when all of the people on the block are coming together in November to decorate the block, James has some tasks that he helps with, usually like helping to clean up, pick up some litter. He helps by shoveling leaves and he'll help by, you know, if dad sends down a string of lights from the top, he can make sure that he's there to catch them and put them in the right place. Mm-hmm. Natalie, when you moved to 13th Street, did you know about this tradition? We did not. Uh, we will be 14 years in our house in April. And back when we first moved onto this block, it wasn't such a big deal. Although I do remember seeing the light strung across the top of the block, even in April when we moved in. Back then, it was more of just a block party and just we would all try and do a little bit extra with the lights on the street Um, but it wasn't really an organized thing but then it 
kind of took on a, a life of its own and people started hearing about it and coming to see the lights and then they would start coming to our kickoff party at the end of November and and then it really started to take on a lot of momentum. Now, were you excited to participate or do you feel like, oh, I have to participate if I'm living on this block? We're excited to participate. We think it's a lot of fun. You know, there's not really any way around it. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, you know, really, really positive, um, positive peer pressure around participating because we all like to, you know, share with each other and talk about what we're doing for decorations. We're always um, full of holiday spirit. That's right. I that's right. That. But does it ever get stressful? Because, listen, I still have to get some shop holiday shopping done, and we're just, like, days away from the big event. But does this get stressful for you? Yeah. I mean, it gets stressful when we're putting lights out outside. I participate in that sometimes. Just getting everything done. And the really stressful thing about living here is that people, when people see our block, they expect so much out of it every year because there's always something new and important and awesome every year. For me, the stress is a little different, and that is when uh, we're trying to find parking on yeah. the block or around the block, or if we need to go out in the evening for anything, uh, there's always a, a crowd to get through. But... I wouldn't trade it for anything. I we, we put up with it for a month, and it's fine. It's great. I love it. So when's the best time to actually drive down the street or park the car and walk on the block? Right after Thanksgiving, because that's when, that's right after we have a really big block party, and we celebrate all the hard work that's been done on the block. And after all of that, People would turn on their lights clockwise time, I would say probably after like five or six. Right, when it starts to get dark, yeah. <laughs> I would also add that on Saturday nights in December, there's usually something different going each night. So there will be a different type of uh, fundraiser or food drive or toy drive every Saturday night. And... Also, on weekend nights, usually you'll see some familiar characters like Santa or the Grinch, or sometimes we get Philly Elmo on our street and a drum line. Nice. <laughs> um, you never really know who's going to show up. Do you think other blocks in your neighborhood uh, get a little jealous? I know there's one house that gets pretty jealous. <laughs> there's, there's one house, like maybe a block down from us, really? okay. and they have... They look like they fit into our block. They have, like, all the really cool holiday decorations. And I wouldn't say they seem like they'd be jealous. I don't think they're jealous, but. I think they want to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. They want to be a part of it so much. Yeah. (laughs) James and Natalie, does your block have any other traditions throughout the year that you celebrate? Uh, Sometimes during Halloween, our block gets really crowded because. Most of the people who put up Christmas decorations will also put up pretty cool Halloween decorations. And like the house I mentioned earlier also does that. So the winter holidays aren't 
the only big season on your street. Yeah. Yeah. During Halloween, there's a few other blocks that are around us that always make a really big deal of it. And everybody sits on their stoop and all the trick-or-treaters walk by. And we usually give out somewhere between 800 and 1,200 pieces of candy. What? Um, I'm coming on your block next year. (laughs) There's a lot. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of wonderful costumes and um, lots of great candy, too. But there's three blocks that really get into it. And I think this year, two of them were closed. They closed the block to traffic. So it's safer for the kids that way, too. Natalie, how do you think growing up on this street has shaped James? In general, I think James has been affected by growing up on this block that there's always just an excess of holiday spirit and enthusiasm. And inside the house, we usually take, try and take a more laid back approach to the holidays. We're a little bit less commercial, less about the things. Um, But when you go outside and you're just surrounded by all of this excitement and fun decorations, you really get to see what it means to everybody. And I, I'm glad that the kids get to see that. Um, a few years back, I was trying to get this, this thing, but I didn't have the money to do it. And I was already taking ukulele lessons and my ukulele teacher said that I should play ukulele for people who who come by on our block. And I started doing that, and it was really fun. I definitely made a lot of money, but it was really fun, <laughs> and it was really nice to have people there and listening to my music. Okay, speaking of money, I mean, the light bill has to be kind of high, right? My dad says there's around 300,000 lights on the entire block, which is, I know math, and that's a lot of lights. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of lights, there are so many other light shows in the city. What makes the Miracle on 13th Street so special? It's not just like a, you know, big Christmas display that's been, you know, put up by a company or something. It's It's a big yeah. display that the people on this block have worked to put Mm -hmm. together. Our block is very special because it shows that any block could be like this. It's just that the people on our block kind of just banded together and said, hey, we can do this, and made our block really special and full of holiday spirit. And I think holiday spirit is just really important to make people happy and bring people together like it does with my family and I know a lot of other people on our block. And for our block especially, it just brings everybody together. James and Natalie Spacko, thank you so much for joining me on CityCast Philly. Thanks for having us. Yep, thanks for having us. To see the decorations and lights that James and Natalie were talking about, go to the 1600 block of South 13th Street. And here's what else Philly's talking about. Nearly half of high school seniors in Philadelphia schools are still working to meet the new state graduation requirements. According to Chalkbeat Philadelphia, just 52% of seniors as of last week, that's a little more than 4,000 students, had met the state requirements for graduation. I've actually never thought about this, but what does your neighborhood smell like? Billy Penn reports, 
that the Philadelphia Candle Company is trying to capture the feeling of being in particular neighborhoods into fragrances. So what does Philly smell like? According to the business owners, the city is a full-bodied citrus scent. Who knew? I'm glad it's not the smell of cheesesteaks. And all eyes will definitely be on Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts because he injured his shoulder in Sunday's game against the Chicago Bears. According to the Inquirer, Hurts could miss the next two games. <laughs> I know, but, you know, he told reporters this week that he can still throw a football. So there could be a chance he could play in Saturday's game against the Dallas Cowboys. Fingers crossed. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Our lead producer is Alexandra McMahon. Our producer is Abby Fritz. Our newsletter editor is Brittany Valentine. And our host is me, Trinae Nuri. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Rate us from beginning, middle, and end. Don't forget to leave us a review. Subscribe to the show. We hope you do. And sign up for our Hey Philly newsletter, too. We're off tomorrow and Monday, taking a rest. We hope you relax and relieve some stress. And with an upcoming winter storm, we hope you stay safe and warm. That sounds very much like something that somebody would put in the description of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. Oh. <laughs>